guys, what's going on? Welcome to the Bear Brain Podcast, and happy holidays. Um, it's winding down <laughs> into the new year. We it's it's like literally a couple of days until the new year, and it's been a quick year, crazy year. Um, but all in all, we're ending the year on a good foot. And like I said, I've just been having a marathon of moments with very special, impactful, influential people in my life and just in the world. And today is no different. And I'm super excited to to be talking to this woman on this podcast and sharing her with you guys because she's been a very monumental person in my life and just my growth and um, just a, 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 a lovely mirror in terms of like, you know, who I am and who I work to be. And, you know, I always talk about you know, people in your life are either mirrors or windows. Either they help you see past them because they're very transparent or they reflect back who you truly are. Um, and it's great because she's done both in the best way possible. So I'll be sharing her with you guys today. So get ready and be grateful. <laughs> um, if you like what you listen to on a podcast, head on over to Bird Brain Podcast on iTunes. Comment, subscribe, rate, review goes a long way. Um, if you want to become a supporter, head on over to patreon.com slash the Brain Podcast and become a patron. Uh, different tiers, different rewards. And um, I'm just looking to level that thing up because I want to find ways to to kind of connect with you guys more or just do the thing, whatever that, whatever that is. I want to do more of it. Um, and you could also get Bird Brain merch, uh, the Bird Brain Podcast store. All of those links are in the bio. And yeah, in a second, you get to tune in to this conversation that I'm having with this lovely, 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 lovely woman. <laughs> so yeah, stay tuned, guys. Rise above it all. Stay elevated. And create that infinity. Up your you. Up your you. what's going on happy holidays happy day um how are you how's your heart how's your headspace how's all that it's been a crazy time for me um i think more mental than 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 in the external world for me it's just like and i think this happens with everybody is is it's kind of like the process of just you know checks and balances you know looking at the beginning of the year and the end of the year and everything in between um so it's always an interesting time, you know, for me personally, a lot of goals that I wanted to accomplish this year, which I think I did indirectly, or I accomplished more than I thought I would have. And so many things I have set forth for the new year. But one thing I always appreciate is who I have throughout my journey. And anytime I think you can walk into another year with people around you that just give you life and um, just really impact you in the best way possible. The fact that, you know, the relationship is still there or they're still present or you're still present and you guys still get to share that space is a great, great, great thing. And today's no different. Um, <laughs> you know, this woman, she's been uh, another mom to me. Um, and, and 
I think it's been a decade now, but like just a great human for me and just always like a breath of fresh air whenever we talk. And uh, <laughs> she likes to bake like me um, and very kindred spirit, but also very serendipitous connection that has carried through the years and um, very important to me. So without further ado, Mama Morgan, what's up? Hey. How are you? Not a whole lot, Isaiah. Keeping things uh, quiet, low-key. Yeah. Um, I keep promising myself that I will cut back on my baking, but I haven't been able to do that yet. Yeah, screw that. Um, <laughs> well, then this, this weekend was a bread weekend. A bread? Okay. I did uh, multi-grain, uh, two multi-grains yesterday, and uh-huh. since I promised Sasha Italian bread, I made two Italian breads today. That's it, though. That's it. That's it. I'm that's no more. No more bacon. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's that's right. Awesome. But yeah, I'll probably have to bake something tomorrow because my desserts are running low. I need my cookies. <laughs> I made cookies too. What kind of cookies did you make though? Oh, I make all kinds of cookies. Well, I still have some of my almond crescent cookies, which is what I make every year and give away as the little Christmas gifts to friends and neighbors. Uh huh. And um, I made, I probably should throw it out by now because it's been sitting, although in a sealed container for about two weeks, I called them the Chinese marble cookies. Uh-huh. You know, that you can get in the bakery like with a little chocolate dot in the center. Sure, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, I found a recipe that was fairly close. Mm-hmm. So I um, just have a few left, but as I said, I think I may have to toss them. I think it's like over two weeks, it's time. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, and then of course there is my um, old standby that is almost always in the cookie jar, which is the almond biscottes. Of course, and of course. Yes. <laughs> yeah, but it's like, I give a lot away, so I run low very quickly. <laughs> ah, see, but that's sweet. Yeah. I think it's like you know you're you're doing you're doing the work, and it's it's something that you know other people appreciate. So, guys, I'll give you a little bit backstory of of how Morgan and I came to be. Um, so is it, how many years, is it? it's been 10 years, no? Or uh, creeping? It is, I'm trying to think, uh, yes, it has been 12, we're here, eight years, and yeah, it was two years before we moved here. Wow. So it's, it's over 10 years, yeah. Okay, so when I was working um, at Apple, <laughs> this is how it well did it start before that did did harvey bring in um bring in some of your goods did he bring like he he brought me some baked goods first is that how it started no <laughs> he might have uh-huh. um i don't know because uh, when you two started to have conversations and get around with one another yeah after he was already working there it's possible yeah um i also was making those the uh, friendship bracelets at the top you recall yes oh yeah, man right. and the competition between you and uh, Juan, who yes. uh, was my <laughs> other son for a little while, but he's, he's, you're my son. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, it's crazy. So I, but no, I, how we met was that I needed help with uh, doing a, a slide thing in iMovie. Yes, yes. See, I remember and that. And you were doing the, uh, the workshops. Yeah. So I was a, I was a trainer, um, trainer at Apple on on software and harvey and i we became good buds and we used to always like kick it at work and um 
you know, just, just kind of like, you know, shoot the breeze, you know, obviously do our job, but you know, shoot the breeze. And he always talked about his wife, Morgan, how she bakes and how she's just a sweet woman. You know, there was always like this, this story and it's like, you know, he really talked her up and I was like, oh, she sounds like a sweetheart. And then finally one day she came in cause she needed help with her computer. So I was the trainer to help her. And when I tell you it's, it's, it's funny because you have moments in time where so much time passes, but it just seems like one moment. And that was the, the start of what we are today in terms of just like our relationship and our bond. And it was great because, you know, for, for, for Morgan, she's always been, you know, one of the champions in my, in my corner, just rooting for me, um, near or far, but just very like sincere, you know? And I think within life in general, it always helps to have sincerity and, um, realness to your, your tribe or your, the company that you keep. And, you know, Morgan has just been that for me through and through. And, um, it's just cool. It's, it's just like, it's, it's one of those things you can't really explain, but you just know, because you know it by feeling versus like the, I don't know. I don't, I don't think there's a, I don't think there's necessarily a blueprint and Morgan, maybe you could tell me different, but I don't think there's necessarily a blueprint for, for, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, 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 for just like the people that show up. There's no, there's no one way they do it. It's just how they make you feel. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, it's it's also I believe a chemistry thing. Yes, because there can be people that show up for you and you appreciate them, you like them, but the connection is not really there, or not very strong. Right. And that's that's something that you you can't see or touch. It's a part of your spirit, your yeah. soul. So the chemistry, our chemistry was great. Because I have to laugh. I don't think I got too much of a lesson on what I wanted because you started talking about what I wanted to do. And I, that's what I started encouraging you because you told me that you wanted to be an actor. And we just went off on a different tangent and yeah. I had a blast. Yes. And that was it. Say that again? I said that was, you know, the, we kind of like got off through yeah. the track. Yeah. Went on a different trail and that, that was the start of our relationship and when I finally decided that you were I tell people my quasi adopted Yeah, quasi adopted. Yeah. So they could say adopted now I have an adopted daughter so yeah. they, they would probably think that you were real and I don't want to take you away from your mother. Right, right, right. And I don't want well not like me because I have usurped her mom uh, position. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway. Well but see but that's your family. That's basically what it's yeah, you guys have been like I'm a part of our family, the part of our family that we love so much up in New York. Yeah. And, uh, well, you're originally so. from New York, right? Yes, I am. I mean, excuse me, I am a New Yorker. I'm a New Yorker. <laughs> I'm a New Yorker. Born yes. <laughs> in the Bronx. Yeah. Raised in Queens, and uh, then Pop and I moved around a bit after we got married, and then landed in uh, Manhattan. For 24 years it's a nice place to be yeah yeah well i'm sure you show you you've seen 
that place just change over time oh. and you know mm-hmm. everything about it the people even and not all of it for the better yeah yeah <laughs> you know Pop he loved to shop and he's a fashionista yeah and uh, one of the trips back up to New York he was said he was very disappointed because he said there's no good fashion women are not dressing you know nicely to go to work yeah. and when he would be in that area walking he remembers what it used to be right and what it is now so he bemoans the fact that people don't really get into dressing properly for work or yeah. what we old fashioned what was proper yeah um, I'm old enough to remember when we, women could not wear pants yeah. to work or to well, you know what's funny? You know what I realized in something that I've I've even thought about recently. I feel like although time is relative, I feel like there's less there's less time to make time for certain things. So it's like, you know, and even when I was living in New York, I remember I just always felt like mentally I was out of breath because I was always running for a train. I was always running for a train, always running to an audition, always running to work. I was always just running. And it gets to the point where it's like you're always in that headspace. So it's like you don't really take the time to do the things because society in itself is running on a whole different time state, time state, timetable. Wow. Word. See, <laughs> and it's like, you know, it's, 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 it's a constant stopwatch. And I think nowadays, you know, one of the things I always say is like, I don't like to use the word busy. I that that word irks me for some reason because I don't think it has true meaning and when you say it to someone else, especially someone who you know either deems you important or you quote unquote find important and you tell them you're busy, it's kind of like, well, you don't really matter. That's that's what I hear when someone says busy and it's like, but do you understand that this person probably took time out of what they were doing to connect with you? but you're telling them that you're busy. So I try not to use busy because I'm like, it doesn't mean anything. And when you say it to a person, what that, what it can come off as is, is kind of like, you're not important to me. You know, you're not important to me because everybody's busy. Everybody's doing something. You know, you watch a little kid, they're busy. You know, a kid is busy. A dog is busy. You know, you could be busy doing nothing. Everybody's busy. So what does it really mean? Um, and that's just how I look at it. So like throughout time and even now, I feel like there's just this oversaturation of always having to be doing something. Um, Mm -hmm. and it doesn't leave time for the things that actually count. You know, like if pop said that, you know, people don't dress like they used to anymore. It's, it's kind of crazy. Like, I feel like everybody's just rushing to get clothes on because they're running late, you know, always running late to something, you know? And it's, it's, it's less of an opportunity to just kind of like take your time um, or just be comfortable. I'm always, I was telling someone to, uh, yeah, it's comfort. yeah, probably more so. Yeah. 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 Just, you know, things have loosened up tremendously since, you know, back in the dark ages when I was, you know, working in the city in the uh, 70s. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> and then in the 80s. Oh, my God. God, but I was just a child. I was only 12 when I started working. So. Really? What, what was your first job? Oh, I'm only kidding. I'm just trying to like, don't figure out how old I am. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> but what was it? What was your, what was your first job? What was your first, your first gig? Uh, my first job, I was a teller at a bank in our little neighborhood. 
Uh-huh. And my mother banked all the time, and I was going to school at night, and she wanted me to get a job. Uh-huh. So, she, you know, she was there. They knew her for years, so she spoke to the manager, and I worked. We had a drive through window. Yeah. Back in the day, if Matt wasn't an ATM machine, you drove to the window, and there would be somebody there. Uh-huh. Hello, that was me. Word. It was very interesting. Oh, I didn't realize it, but the musical director for Fiddler on the Roof lived in the area, and he would come through all the time. And we had a great rapport. He called me uh, Miss Sunshine because... You know, if I'm going to be taking care of a customer, I might hate my job, but it's not the customer's fault that I hate it. Right. So um, so that was exciting. As a matter of fact, he even invited me to come and have lunch uh, one Saturday uh, on downtown by the uh, theater district. And I think I was like 19, 18 or 19 at the time. <laughs> my wow. parents said, what? No way. <laughs> and I'm really innocent. I'm really, you know, I, he seemed like a, like a nice, old Jewish dad. Yeah. And it never, the thought never even occurred to me, but who knows? I'll never know because I did not meet him for lunch, but I would see him all the time. Oh. Um, and I had a following and <laughs> kids around the corner because I had lollipops and I would put the lollipop in the drawer that, you know, send it out to them and the, uh, where the cars pull up. Yeah. So that was my first job. Sick. And, uh, yeah, it was, not my idea of a good time, but I, I, I made the money I needed to do the things I wanted to do, so. Nice. Well, that's the yeah. thing. I think also society has changed, too, in terms of, like, I think safety and autonomy, but also, like, surveillance, you know, because I used to even, you know, my mom, she used to always say, you know, growing up, and even for me, I think, you know, when I was a kid, we could go and play outside, you know, we weren't really in the house all the time. We could go outside, you know, when the streetlights came on, we went inside, obviously, but like there was a little bit, you would think there was a little bit more of a safety thing, but I don't, I don't necessarily agree with that. I just think that there were things that were happening back then that are probably still happening now. Huh? Absolutely. Yeah. All those things which shows how rare it actually is. Yeah. But it's only that kind of news that makes it to the media or in a newspaper. Right. There was a, was a there was some station that tried to do a good news show and they got like really crappy ratings. Yeah, we don't want that. that. <laughs> people, want, yeah, they want you know like the uh, song from uh, um, from the Eagles, that's the solo. But anyway, like um, people love it when you lose. They love dirty laundry. You ever hear the song Dirty Laundry? No, but it's true. Oh, Oh, you'll love it. You yeah. love it. But, <laughs> you'll love um, that dark shit, Isaiah. You'll love it. <laughs> I would ride to the, to the schoolyard, which was about seven or eight blocks from where I lived, and meet my friends at the playground. Uh-huh. We started walking home from school. We were in a group, though. It was usually at least three of us yeah. by the time I was in second grade. Um, wow. Actually, come before that, because my neighbor, who I grew up with, he was... He was more reckless than me. Yeah. <laughs> we'll wait for either his mother or my mother to come and get us. They were a couple of minutes late. So we just headed on home ourselves. I think mm. we might have been in the first place now that I think about it. Yeah. And they said, oh, you can walk yourself home. That's great. And that was it. That and was no one it. it. When my daughter was growing up and lived in Manhattan until she was uh, 10 years old, um, for the longest time, I would held her hand, and then when she wanted to walk, I would yell, 
walk where I can see you. Yeah. And it was never a couple of feet ahead of me because that's the likelihood of anything happening, very, very slim. Mm. But because of the stories that make it, as I said, to the media and what have you, um, if you do the numbers, yeah. that no one's going to kidnap your kid or do something worse. Yeah, I mean, it's it's when you say that, it is it is kind of, it's a weird thing, I think, that society, and maybe this year has changed it because, so one of the things I've noticed that is, that's pretty interesting is like, the stigma or the implication is that you're never supposed to show people that you're sweated or, you know, no one wants to hear that you're having a bad day. But people, people, it's fun. Okay, so no one wants to hear about your bad day and your woes. But sometimes people enjoy that you're not winning. You see what I'm saying? It's like, pretend that you're happy and everything is good when it comes to your personal struggles and your journey. Because I don't have time to listen to it. I got my own shit to worry about. But I would love to see your downfall on display because that keeps me comfortable too. So it's like, I don't want to be accountable, but I want to have access. I don't want to be accountable, but I want to have access. I don't want to be accountable for taking care of you in your down times, but I want to have access to everything that you're doing, especially when you are stumbling along the way. But stumbling because it makes you feel better about yourself or something because you want to be there to, to help? Well, I feel like sometimes, it, well, that's the thing about access. It's like, all right, even with social media, it's like, you know, it's it's kind of like peeking into a window, you know, seeing what people were doing, mm-hmm. but not really being involved in their lives. And it's like, you know, sometimes I think that's enough for people or sometimes I think that's, like you said, the news, you know, people feed off of, or the news has realized that the, 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 the chaos is what draws people in. The destruction is what draws people in. The, the, the mishaps, the, you know, the discord is what, what people look forward to seeing on the news. People don't want to really see happy stories. They don't give a shit about that. You know, um, it's just weird when you like sit down and think about how we move, you know, it's trippy. Yeah. Yes. Um, and it's unfortunate, which is why I think I've said this to you before that, you know, your your world, your circle yeah. gets small because you have just that few people yeah. that are in the same mindset or the same amount of caring and empathy. Yeah. Um, so that you're sharing the joys. They're the best. Yeah. Because it's you you really care about them and they're happy. You can't help but be happy and be happy for them. Yeah. And when it's not going well, you want to do whatever you can to help them get through it. Yes. So, and there aren't that many people that'll be walking through your life that fall into that category, which is why your circle gets a bit smaller. I mean, you have to have a lot of friends, acquaintances. Yeah. But the special few that um, you share your life with that come over to, to hang with you and you don't have to entertain them. Yeah. Those are, yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's the people, uh-huh. like, I, like I said, and I think I talked to you about this before, it's like 
the people you want to share good news with first, and it's not about the good news, it's never about the good news, Mm -hmm. the literal good news. It's just simply about these are the people that I could trust with my process. These are the people that I know that have been there for me and we've been there for each other to some capacity when things were not going well and they were genuinely there for me, you know, um, so now that I have something accomplished, these are the people I want to share that space with. And for me, it's like, I think about that all the time. And, and, you know, I know I slipped up recently with one of the, one of the things I, I <laughs> forgot, but well, I tell you, yeah, well, it was funny because I went through this whole narrative in my head and I didn't communicate out loud. But one of the things I always think about is like, whenever I book a gig or whenever something crazy happens, I go through a, a, a checkbox in my head mentally of like, all right, these are the people I got to tell first. And that's how I move. You know, that's how I move because it's, it's, it's kind of like automatic at this point. It's like, all right, where can I go or where do I go to just be like, Hey, this is the space I want to share with you because I know it's going to be taken care of. And like you said, it's, it's few and far between. And, you know, even recently it's, it's kind of been interesting to observe but one of the things i continuously learn is like to to let people be where they want to be in your life and i think you know what i mean by that is like you know how people choose to show up for you you know observe that and and and, and invest in that you know whether it's like People are, are they, they rather be on the sidelines or rather be on the outskirts in your life or the people that are like hands on and like, hey, you know, what's going on? I want to know what what's been happening, you know, good, bad or indifferent. And you do that for me. Like you were one of those people for me. And I've told you a million times. It's like you want to know what's going on one way or another. It doesn't matter when only, hey, I just want to know when the good news is there. Um you want to know the ins and outs and that's, that's a big deal, you know, for me, for someone like me personally, that's, that's a huge deal. And it's something that I've like, you know, carried with me and, and has, I use that as a barometer. And like I've told you guys, or I didn't, I don't think I said it before, but like everyone I've interviewed so far on this podcast, they've all been people I haven't seen in quite some time in person. Um, but very much so people that I'm connected to on a very like um, invaluable level. These are the people I share my space with regularly in some way, shape or form. These are the people I'm mostly connected to and they're the furthest away, <laughs> you know, and that's just <laughs> what life reminds you of is like, you know, your relationships, if they, if they are worth something, they will withstand time and distance it just requires Absolutely. effort you know yeah yeah um and it should actually say effort but i yeah um i don't see it as effort as if this is like when you care that much about that person yeah. you stay in touch one way or another and it doesn't have to be every week or sometimes right. a month it took a goodbye and it's never i called you now it's your turn to call me yeah, yeah none of that just something that comes as natural as breathing right and that's why the relation those are the real relationships that it's like you're not you know saying oh you know I call so-and-so because i know that uh, this is what's expected of me at the moment so yeah. I'm gonna, yeah no 
it's just, it pops into your head. You say, I want to speak to that person for whatever the reason is. Yeah. Good, bad, or otherwise. Yeah, and there are very, when you do the inventory, there aren't that many. I know that you've got some great people supporting you because I love the positive comments when you posted uh, about the movie, that blind side. Yeah. Um, and how truly happy and excited everybody that you're friends with on Instagram yeah. was there. You know, it really, it, says, it speaks to who you are also, Isaiah. I would say, quote the Beatles, and in the end, the love you take is equal to the love you make. Oh, I appreciate that. <laughs> I try. I think it's... It's funny, you know, as far as Instagram and, um, you know, I'm going to be real with you. It's this is this is complete sincerity. Like this is complete transparency. You know, again, everyone is around for the celebration. You'll have more people at your party celebrating, but very much you won't have a lot of people helping you to set up for the party, if you know what I'm saying. In other words, you know, I appreciate the love. I definitely appreciate the love. But the one thing I'm paying attention to is like, who was loving on me when, when before this, before I posted this, you know, and again, it's all cool. You know, it's, it's, it's cool that, you know, there are people that are happy for you, but it's like, there's a, there's a, there's a thing of like, again, like we say access Mm-hmm. versus somebody who's just like authentically there because whether or not I posted that you know you my sister a couple of my friends you guys have been like you've had your eye on me throughout this entire time and been very supportive and congratulatory of me regardless of whether I posted that or not you know so that's something that I pay attention to because the thing of the matter is is like everybody wants to know you when you're winning Everybody mm-hmm. wants to know you and be a part of your wins. Everybody wants who who doesn't want to be a part of your success. And sometimes people don't want to clap when you're winning because there's there's a little envy there for whatever reason. But overall, it's like everybody's everybody supports you. Everybody knew you could do it all along once you've already done it. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Yeah, I hear what you're saying. Yeah. But that's where I say that's where you've got that small inner circle. But you do have other friends that yes. just don't fall. And, and the ones that may not, you may not have access to all the time. Yeah. But they are truly happy for you. Yeah. And yeah, will it be nice when you when you were, uh, get nominated for your Emmy or your uh, Oscar? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, he's one of my good buds. Yeah. <laughs> we hang out all the time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But... Um, yeah, there are people that will be there for you no matter what. And you're right. And it's, it can't be a whole bunch of people because that's a lot yeah. that puts that whole relationship together. Yeah. There's a lot of components. And and as far as, you know, like saying, I'm busy. Yeah. There's times, you know, like you need, it, it, there's another way to say it. Uh, like I am right in the middle of doing whatever it is. Let me call you right back. Exactly. I'll call you back in two humans. That kind of thing. Yeah. And there's been many times where, you know, I've been in the middle of doing something, but it's not important. It's like the middle of my baking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Baking is important. And I'll get a phone call from somebody, and they've got questions, and you help, whatever. And 
I take care of it. Of course, after I hang up the phone, I say, oh, good, Morgan. <laughs> now you have just lost a half an hour of time you couldn't spare. But yeah. I don't think about it at the moment. Yeah. If it's so much that's special to me, it's just what you do. Yeah. And yeah, and and that's what you're all about also. I try. Because you are, you are a sensitive person <laughs> and uh, a thinker. Yeah, and sometimes it gets me in trouble. It's uh, it really does because it's 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 funny. <laughs> like I'll think about something, and it's not in the sense of, you know, um, it, it, sometimes people are like, "Yeah, don't judge me." I'm like, "I'm not judging you. I'm just assessing." And literally, it's like there's no judgment there. It's just me trying to process what's going on. What's the information I'm receiving? Um, yes. Yeah. And just like really kind of filling things out because a lot of times and what I've noticed, and I think out here too, through my experiences, like there's, there's not always, and this is the reality. And I think this is a, this is, this is how you learn through life. And my worries, you could tell me if I'm, I'm wrong or not, but you know, the way you learn your circle or the way you learn yourself is like, is what I'm saying matching up with what I'm doing? Or is there some kind of incongruency? And um, is what they are saying to me, does it match up with how I feel around them? And um, if if I don't feel what they're saying, is there a reason for that? Is it my own stuff? Or is it something that's just not adding up with what they're doing? Um, and I, you know, and I talked to you about this years ago because... I think one of the things with me, I was like, you know, I just, I want to get to a point where this stops, you know, where you don't have to continuously kind of just sort through or sift through someone's bag of words versus their, their, their mode of action or lack thereof. But I think you told me specifically is like, you know, that it's a continuation. That's what life is. It's a part of growing and it's a part of, you know, just realizing everybody is an individual and, um, that's just what life is, you know. I think, in a weird way, it's it's painful, but I think it's also the beauty and discovery um, of those relationships, and it allows you to appreciate the people, like you said, that that are just there. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. You know, and of course, it drives Sasha crazy because everything is a song to me. But I, Billy Joel song comes to me with, uh, you know, people with coming in and out of your life. Yeah. Some will last, some will just be now and then. Yeah, so, yeah. And, and the, the bottom, when you get down to it, you count on your one hand. Yeah. If you've got five really good friends that fall into that category, you're rich beyond me. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you could be fortunate and have more than that because it is possible yeah. to just be that kind of person that... Um, you know, it's like when they say birds of a feather. Yes, it really is true. You do find your own level, also, and that's why when you turn around and take an inventory of the people in your life, you got a nice bunch of people in your life. Yeah, I do. That's what you draw. You're you love magnets. It's a magnet. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you've been a magnet for me throughout these these last like very pivotal years. You've definitely been um 
a magnet and a compass for me in terms of just like, you know, how am I doing in terms of life? You know, how is my moral code set up? And like you said, you, you know, what you attract is what you are. And mm-hmm. I think in essence, everybody is, you know, you're, you're inherently good. I kind of like to believe that. Um, Me too. Yeah. I'm always looking for the good in people. Yeah. 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 But there are some that there, you can't find any. I, there's one that immediately comes <laughs> to my mind. Yes, I think (laughs) I think it's like it's it's I I like to think that and you know one thing I've learned is like if someone is truly good they wear it you do not have to dig that deep for someone who has Uh the good Uh good intentions for you you don't have to constantly bypass how someone is treating you if they are showing up with good first um, if that's what their operative is, uh, you don't have to look. So, yeah, yeah I, I just think, I don't know. I, I mean, yeah, but at the same time, I think everybody's inherently good. But one of the things I learned too is like, look, you don't have to spend your time searching. Because if you have to search for the good insulin, that means that you had to look past a lot of shit. <laughs> you know? You have to look past why. Are they holding back? Yeah. I think you see it as a matter of, of protection. Yeah. A sense of self, you know, feeling safe. So the ones that are right out there and are good and you see it instantly, they're content with who they are. They know who they are and they, they're secure. Yeah. Who they are. Yeah. So, and the ones that aren't can be extremely good, but they've got to, like, really know that they're safe. Yeah. Before you get to keep doing it. So. Well. But not us, Isaiah. We've been out there from day one. Just day we one. We've on our sleeves, and it'll never change, and that's okay with me. Yes, ma'am. Well, I will say, you, like I said, you've been a magnet for me, and you've been someone that I can, like, just rely on and chat with one way or another but like I always know that you're there and that means the world to me because it's like again it's the constants in life you know it's, it's the constants that that we have and that we um that 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 keep us with that reminder of like you are who you are because it's necessary you being who you are is 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 this relationship is a result of that so when all else fails this is what you have to focus on. This is your compass. So thank you for being a compass for me. Um, and I'm sure to a lot of other people. Um, but yeah, speaking for me personally, you've been, you've been solid in my life, Mama Morgan. And uh, yeah, like guys, like I said, this is one of the people in my life that are like, they fill me up and <laughs> definitely fill me up. And it's, it's, it's well, a blessing. It's filling me up. I thank you. As a matter of fact, we were doing this on video. You would see why my cheeks are starting to hurt from oh. smiling. <laughs> it's just, um, well, you know, I love you. And yeah. um, it makes me feel good to know that there's some stuff that you've been able to get from this relationship mm. that um, it's, all, it's all part of yes. what we are and who we are to each other. And um, what can I say? I think it's a risk keep on going. 
I will still wait for you to get down here because this time when I'm walking the beach and I'm thinking, ah, oh, Isaiah was here now. Oh, yeah. he would love this. Yeah. Oh. I know. It's a, it's a question of timing and let's get rid of the COVID. But yeah. yeah. Let's do that. I'm going to get down one way or another. Yes, I'll, I'm like I said. I keep my word. I do my best to keep my word. And trust me, you have my word that I will be there to hang um, in mm-hmm. hot ass Florida, right. <laughs> just for you. Well, though. you know, we could be at the beach, and then we could be inside, and we could cook and bake and grill outside. And I'm here for it. Just eat our way through the visit. <laughs> that sounds like a perfect plan. I'm here for that. Yes. <laughs> and I think I, I told you, but I bought an ice cream machine. Oh, jeez. I made ice cream uh, twice already. What kind? Yeah. Oh, well, I did it for Sasha because Pop at the time was doing Cheeto, which is not anymore. So I did it, made it chocolate ice cream. Of course you but made chocolate. I prefer, you know, I like stuff in it or, or a mix. So they had straight chocolate. I put in chopped up almonds and with little marshmallows into mine. So like Rocky Road. But it was like, yeah. It, the thing is, it's homemade. Yeah. So the quality of the ingredients are there. The two of them... <laughs> I wish I could have recorded them. I, put, I don't even have a chance to like, put in any metal. They've already packed it up here. Sounds amazing. We'll make any. And I know chocolate is not one of your favorite flavors. We'll do something mm. that you like. So. Vanilla. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's probably like, the most interesting complex people. Um, mm. Vanilla people. Oh, really? Even though they say, yes, like you say, oh, it's so vanilla. Yeah. Well, hello. Yeah, no. Survey yeah. says. What? They are. Yes, indeed. You can look it up. Yeah. <laughs> you can't give me that kind of power because it's like, you know, that's that's dangerous for me to have and know of. No, you know, you, it's all right. You can, you can do that. Like when I am getting washed up at night and I've got this huge bathroom with sliding marble floors and I play my music and I dance all over and yes. I sing and I'm like out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can you can bask and, you know, and strut. That's okay when you're by yourself. Yes, with vanilla ice cream. I'm here for that. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> well, Mom Morgans, thank you for being, like I said, being a light in my life and um, thank you for sitting down with me today and sharing yourself with all the listeners and um you know listeners i hope you guys got something from this and i hope you guys have a very good eye in terms of what it means to have good people in your life what they look like what they feel like and how they show up um and hopefully you're doing that for others too but like mama morgan's one of mine so uh yeah just take what you need this was fun, Isaiah. It was truly uh, a unique experience for me, and I really was very flattered that you wanted to include me in one of your podcasts. Duh. I had a great time. Yes. I had a good leader. Good, good. Yeah. Well, <laughs> okay. well, guys, I, I hope you, I love you too, Mama Morgs. Guys, have an amazing rest of the holiday, whatever that looks like. Take your time and um, just be you. Just, just be you, do you, and um, appreciate the people that you have in your life that are that are doing doing that with you. Um, so yeah, with that being said, take care of yourselves, take care of each other. I love you guys. Take flight.